Hey guys, and welcome back to a briefcase. I'm Marcy, and I'm here as always with Adam and Robin. Yeah, Robin's yeah, up there. we're all here. Yeah, so uh, we thought we'd kind of discuss our our Sundays that we had. Um, Sunday, February, what was it? The third? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, mine was pretty relaxing, pretty nice. What about you guys? Well, uh, there's this thing that I watched on TV. It's this little, oh, yeah. no, I mean, shoot, it could have flown under the radar. Most people probably didn't see it. Um, it cost millions of dollars. The Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh. You know, I, I think I, was, I heard about that. Yeah, it's I think pretty I heard niche, about that. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I watched That's the Super Bowl I'd... also. I wow. watched the whole thing. Yeah? Yep. The whole thing? I saw I saw the entire thing. Man. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about it? It was terrible. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Sorry if I peaked again. Actually, I think they did a great job. You know, Marcy, I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. But no. they did a tribute to SpongeBob. <laughs> did the they? Halftime, and it oh, was, did they? It was awesome. Oh. They, they, you know, oh. based on a lot of the articles that I saw today, <laughs> SpongeBob, in quotes, finally got his tribute at the... Uh, at the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. I mean, Adam oh, agreed. Man, don't we, Adam? That's amazing. It was so good. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, guys. Come on. Come on. Let loose. What do you really feel about it? <laughs> uh, come on. So we figured we'd talk about the Super Bowl a little bit because it's like the biggest thing on TV. But the real reason we wanted to talk about it was because it basically... Crushed our dreams crushed... and killed our souls. What's the quote? Uh, you t- here lies you- Squidward. Here lies Squidward's hopes and, hopes and dreams. Yeah, or um, well, you've done it. You took my dreams and crushed them, crushed them all into little tiny bite-sized pieces. Yeah. <laughs> For listeners out there, Robin and Adam, they basically bonded as kids over SpongeBob. That is probably she one like of the narrating us the biggest <laughs> things from their childhood. Yeah, I am. You know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so I'm like rage laughing. I'm so angry. Just get ready, everybody. I. <laughs> it's like a fuse on Robin right now. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if everyone out there is familiar with a uh, season two episode of SpongeBob called Band Geeks. I'm sure you are, but if you're not, mm-hmm. there's an episode of SpongeBob where uh, Squidward's arch nemesis Squilliam uh, convinces Squidward to run a band and to, have, yeah to put together a band to play at the <laughs> bubble bowl yeah the equivalent of the super bowl right which it seemed basically like the super bowl because when they lifted up that there are yeah, humans they, they, they were in a they were in a dome of water mm-hmm. but when they got onto the field it was it was people at an actual super bowl right. or at an actual football game and in this episode of band geeks yes <laughs> at that moment one thing happens that never ever happened in the history of SpongeBob and probably hasn't happened since. And that is everything turned out right. And Squidward had this beautiful moment where everything was perfect. And Squilliam has a heart attack and the (laughs) medics have to carry him off. Yeah. On a stretcher. The song that they play, Sweet Victory, was sung by David Glenn Isley in the 80s. And it was in a... (laughs) free music library that Nickelodeon had access to and they just they picked out the song and they just you know they went with it and that's the song that we thought Maroon 5 was going to play at the Super Bowl yesterday because we were kind of led to believe that that might happen more not 
not so much led to believe, basically told <laughs> that that was going to happen. I mean, uh, SpongeBob is finally was. getting his tribute. There was a petition that got yeah hundreds of thousands of signatures that all we wanted was one song. It, it's insane because people have actually wanted this tribute at the Super Bowl for years, but they especially wanted it this year because they wanted a tribute to Steve Hillenburg, the creator of SpongeBob, who unfortunately passed away last year of ALS. Mm-hmm. And so everyone thought this might be a really good time to have a tribute to him. It'd be really sweet. Maybe the NFL will do one good thing for once, but no. <laughs> they won't do that. Oh. Mm, good job. The NFL? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, the National Football League, of course. SpongeBob fans gathered around their televisions, <laughs> um, and we sat down. I, my even my father was disappointed. Like my dad was upset mm-hmm. that they didn't do it. He also thought Maroon 5's show was trash. But I mean, mm. let's be real; it kind of was. Yeah, he was like, "This is so boring." I don't. <laughs> he was like, "Why are we watching and, this?" And on top of that, the game was crap too. <sighs> What was the final score? Ten to six. I actually think it was. Um, I think it was. Uh, sixteen to three. Or I'm googling it now. Hold on. Now. <laughs> it was that boring that you guys can't even remember what the yeah, score was, huh? It was so bad. It, thirteen to three. Thirteen to three. Oh, garbage. Yeah. Golly. It was really bad. And of course the Patriots won again for God's sake. Oh man. But we're 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 not talking about that. Yeah. We're not talking about football. This isn't a football podcast. It just, it just happens to be related to football. <laughs> right. So uh I I I don't know if you if people have noticed but the internet's a little upset about this. Mm-hmm. Um I've seen lots of memes about it. Gus Johnson did a really good video mm-hmm. about this and, and a reaction to it. And honestly, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about it, Adam? I I can feel the rage emanating from you yeah. uh, sitting across here. But mm-hmm. it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They teased it. They told us they were going to do something with SpongeBob that we had some we had articles saying that it was confirmed it, that they were going to do it. It, it. it it felt like, you know, let's I'd, I'd say a high percentage, 85% of the SpongeBob yeah. fans who were watching would not have watched the Super Bowl otherwise. Maybe mm-hmm. catch a few funny commercials or something. I would something have watched like it because I watch it with my dad every year, but I most certainly would not have watched that halftime show. Mm-mm. Right. I mean, it was it was a terrible halftime right. show. SpongeBob or not. Like it was bad. But, it was boring. But this year all of the fans were sitting and waiting for it because they were we were told that it was going to happen mm-hmm. and I feel really disappointed and let down. Um, yeah, I'm. I haven't reached anger yet, I suppose. But if I continue to think about it, maybe I'll reach anger during well, this podcast, perhaps. I just, I don't know why I'm so upset about it. I guess it's just that, like, you know, I just thought it would be such a nice thing for them it, to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I, I was. I, I think, I think what makes people angry is that is not just that it didn't happen. Was that it was we were lied to. Yeah, basically. Not and not that we're disappointed that it was gonna be like it was gonna be a really nice thing. It would have been an awesome tribute. It would have made it would have made the NFL some money, and they would have been like, "Oh, we also love uh, the conservation of the ocean and marine life and all that stuff." And it would have been a great like triple threat, bam for the mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl. And then they just blew it. Well, see, like I had like the song in my head. Like I was yeah. ready to go. I imagine I was imagining what it would sound like if if um, Adam Levine had yeah. sung, had sung it. I, I was yeah. I was seriously I, I yeah. was like I really was like 
really pumped for it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was actually really excited. And, you know, I was watching with my dad, you know, and we were just kind of like, yeah, like this will be this SpongeBob's a show I watched with my dad when I was a kid, too, when he broke his leg and he could couldn't go anywhere. Um, I made him watch SpongeBob. <laughs> he and, strapped him down. Yeah, so well, he didn't need strapping. That's down. true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we sat down. I had talked about it for days you know, this was like the one thing that was going to be, be good about moment. it, yeah. and it sucked. And it was so bad because it just like they they teased it, and like and if they hadn't teased it, if they had, I would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the question. It, it, a lot of people have said that if they had done nothing, then it would have been better. We'd just been like, ah, oh, well, boring, yeah. boring. If they would have just game. ignored it. Honestly, from the start. yeah, yeah. If they had ignored the petition. If they had done nothing, I would have been okay with it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would have been like, yeah, all right, par for the course. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was utter trash. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it, um, you can find it on YouTube. It has a zillion dislikes. Go ahead and add one to it, why don't you? Mm-hmm. Um, but what what they did was, like, what was about halfway through the performance, yeah. there was a cutaway, and then Squidward in his band uniform came up and said something like, now somebody who doesn't need an introduction. Yeah. Everyone thinking uh, SpongeBob, right? Yeah. And then they show SpongeBob doing his like eager yeah. face dance from that episode. And it's yep. like, here we go. They got the trumpets. <laughs> bah, 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 and then pfft. let's let's go to this and rapper then guy. Travis Scott came out and started rapping, which uh, I think he needed an introduction based on <laughs> right. <laughs> what everyone else said after yeah. that. I'd, a lot of mm-hmm. people didn't know. I knew who the musical guests were because I had read so many articles about them doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I knew who they were. I knew who Big Boy was. You know, like, I, I, I who was there for, I think, 20 seconds of song. Right. I heard lots of uh, Maroon 5 hits from 2000, circa 2006. Here's the thing about Maroon 5 for a second. Adam Levine better be careful because he's getting more famous than the rest of his pals, and he's about to go solo here soon, I bet. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe not within the well, next Well, they didn't even years, show the rest feels, of the band. Right. Mm. You say Maroon 5? Oh, Adam Levine's playing. That's yeah. what I mean, that's what yeah. it is at this point. He's about to pull a Justin Timberlake. I mean, anyway, yeah. that's a whole other story. That's right. unrelated, but... um. So, yeah. This is a real shame. We were disappointed. And it's, it sucks because, at least in my mind, I thought that Adam Levine and Maroon 5, they'd be the guys to be like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's do that. Yeah. They would have been so cool with it. And like, yeah, we'll, we'll play a dang SpongeBob song. I don't, Adam and, a- and we don't know for sure. We don't even know if they're the reason that didn't right, happen. Right, that's true. I mean, it's mm-hmm. possible the NFL just said no, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i that's what I who, believe. Who was, yeah. who was the sponsor of the halftime show? Was it Pepsi? Pepsi. Mm-hmm. I think NFL is just mad because everybody only watches it because of the commercials anyway. A lot of people do, yep. And, <laughs> I mean, nobody fucking right. pays attention to the yeah. game. And the, and the thing is, like, the NFL has been on a downward spiral for a while. And yeah. only this year has it kind of been If they're like, not careful, right. like I was telling I was telling Jake earlier, I said, if they're not careful, like, they're going to they're gonna be in trouble in a, in a few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'll take a few years. Like, it'll take a while. Right. But people our age are not that into them. Mm-hmm. And the people that I know that are our age that like football don't even like the NFL. Mm. Yeah. So, they I watch mean, college football. Yeah. Or, or I'm just like saying, that. yeah, like, it. Yeah. they better, I mean, they better start being more careful. I didn't think about that, but yeah. And honestly, yeah. So in this in this night or or this false advertising tribute has definitely lost them potential people. Like maybe there are SpongeBob fans who had never watched 
before, and they're like, "Oh, this is kind of fun." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it for. I'm watching it for SpongeBob, but I'm also enjoying being at a Super Bowl party or something like that. Yeah, and then it just part of the culture. And then mm-hmm. it ripped their hopes and yeah. dreams out. Yeah, I. And for me, it was especially heartbreaking because I wanted a tribute for Steve Hillenburg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about we'll, him. We'll do our own tribute. Yeah, to Steve Hillenburg. Because um, I was very sad when he passed away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him, uh, obviously. But right. to me, he was you know a pretty important part of my childhood. When, mm-hmm. Yeah, when you grow up with something that somebody created, you, you have a connection with them, whether you, yeah. whether you intend to or not um and it was certainly the case with with him right when i i think when i first started watching spongebob um i think i was eight years old uh when it premiered um may 1st 1999 yeah so i uh sorry it was like the first time that i'd ever seen a show that i totally connected with i loved doug I loved Rugrats, I loved Hey Arnold, but Spongebob was the show that I actually felt was like represented me, which is a ridiculous thing to say, (laughs) because Spongebob is ridiculous. When you watch it, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, no, but seriously though, because, you know, it relied on old cartoon humor, which I I had dedicated my childhood to watching cartoons, so I recognized the cartoon humor, um, but the character Spongebob was hyperactive, he was annoying, uh, he was himself and he didn't care. And, you know, that's who I was. My sister, I had a sister that hated me. Well, okay, I wouldn't say hated me, but she found me quite annoying. Um, <laughs> As siblings do. Yeah, and, uh, you know, she was like my Squidward, you know, and I, and, you know, SpongeBob helped shape how I told stories. People would, I, you know, talk to people and I, I was very shy. I didn't have a lot to say. You know, but then I would say, ooh, let me tell you what happened on SpongeBob today mm-hmm. because it's very funny. And, you know, I learned more about, you know, comedic timing. I remember, you know, my brother still talks about how I would just ambush him when he came home from school. And <laughs> I would be like, listen to this, you know, like this is what Patrick said. This is what SpongeBob said. And I would reenact full episodes and. It was, he said it was incredibly hard to follow and I, <laughs> I would laugh immediately <laughs> and he could never understand what I was saying. But it meant so much to me. It was such a big part of my childhood, mm-hmm. a big part of my life. And, and that was how I became friends with Adam because I changed schools. Marcy and I both changed schools mm-hmm. at the same time and we didn't know anybody. And I remember the day that me and Adam talked about SpongeBob on the bus for the first time. <laughs> and because we rode the bus together, but we weren't friends. Right. And, uh, you know, it it was just, it it was this big blanket thing that every kid knew about. It was an image that everyone recognized. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I had SpongeBob birthday parties. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was on all the time. Yeah. And, you know, like your parents liked it. You know, like your parents would watch it with you. It it wasn't, you know, and things were pretty tough in the early 2000s. It wasn't, you know, things are always tough. Right. And that's a that's another reason why I think it's such a good show, um, because you can watch it as a child and f- laugh at these things, but then your yeah. parents watch it, and then we watch it now, yeah, older, and like it's we're getting all the new jokes, and right. it's just as funny, yeah, and it's yeah. so accessible. There's a SpongeBob episode or reference for literally every moment in your yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really I, I can relate almost anything to SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. It's so great. 
and there and it's why so many people loved it because mm-hmm. it was it, it it like hit all the marks it was awesome and so we really appreciate steve hillenberg for creating it and i know i know adam does too and yeah so does marcy mm-hmm. me and marcy we had our spongebob yep yep <laughs> wore a spongebob shirt yeah we got pictures of us in and... our spongebob gear yep <laughs> that's great it's pretty cute yeah i have a poster yeah. on my wall from fourth grade book fair with spongebob oh yeah. yes that's why whenever there's when there, it's happened a few times now whenever there's a rumor or or people think oh this is the last season of spongebob this this is it everyone tweets about it or posts about it or talks about it or whatever because it's all it's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal when spongebob finally stops yeah mm-hmm. um you know it, it, it's it's one of those things that's ingrained it's on the level of simpsons and like mickey mouse and bugs bunny like he spongebob is is up there on the pedestal just like the rest of them yeah because it's established the show has been established in current culture like you can't, you can't find somebody who at least doesn't know who he is. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's even in other countries. Like it's not just the United States. Even. Yeah. So let's talk about Steve Hillenberg a little bit. Yeah. yeah. What do you know about him, Adam? I know you. I know that he created SpongeBob. <laughs> um, Same and I here. know, and I do know. Um, at least in my opinion, you can feel you can feel the moment when he left the show. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or you, I, I guess it's less of a moment and more of just a like. The episodes start to get not as right. good. He stopped he after the first movie. Yeah, because he thought the first movie should be the end of the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and the movie is great. Look out for that episode, probably. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you can just tell after that. To be fair, I haven't watched much of it, but that's kind of why I've seen some episodes. There are some gems. You yeah. know, it's not some of them. Yeah, it yeah. is different than it used to be. Um, and yeah, uh, I know that he was a marine biologist, mm-hmm. um, and he taught marine biology before he became the creator of SpongeBob. He created a cartoon, like a kind of like a cartoon, like, kind of like a comic book for his students to make the class more fun, mm-hmm. you know, learning. And that you know was like an early, kind of like early versions of SpongeBob before. <laughs> and that's what um, he worked on Rocco's Modern Life mm. uh, when he started working for Nickelodeon. He went back to school for animation and you know that's you know that's how he kind of got that gig. Mm-hmm. Um and you know he really he continued to work toward uh you know keeping preserving our oceans. He was really dedicated to that part of his career. Um and you know, like that's why I was reading that he wanted to have a veto on SpongeBob merchandising mm. because he didn't want the merchandising to hurt the environment. And he tried to keep SpongeBob away from major fast food chains because he didn't think that they, you know, you should use a children's television show to promote fast food because it promotes you know not being healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So well, he really was super important he was incredible yeah and he deserved so much better than what mm-hmm. happened last night mm-hmm. so hopefully he'll and get a tribute at some point yeah, yeah. Something. um i really hope that whoever decides to do it um is not the nfl they yeah. don't they don't deserve to do it anymore no <laughs> if they did it if they did it in the next super bowl exactly how we pictured it 
I would still wouldn't be happy about it. It's like, well, right. what, why this time? I mean, I won't mm-hmm. see it because I'm never watching a halftime show ever again. That's mm-hmm. true. I'll tell you that much. But but like, imagine if they were to do it exactly how we imagined it. And the the only thing I can think of is, well, you only did that because we got upset about it. Yeah. You didn't mm-hmm. do it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. You didn't do it because it deserves to happen. And mm-hmm. right. you know, so if if you were to get a tribute of some kind. Um, I hope it's I hope it's something good. Me too. Um, maybe the World Series or something something else if they want to put it on a sports something, but you know, doesn't necessarily have to be that. Um I'm sure Nickelodeon has done one or will do another one. Yeah. It'd be nice maybe if, like um, you know, when I know that they'll probably have them for in memoriam mm-hmm. for, you know, like the Emmys or something. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. Um, if they did some sort of, sometimes they do a tribute to a specific person, but yeah. I don't know if they put them, if they would put them on their radar far enough for that. For a, for a cartoon yeah. TV show. Yeah. Not sure. There needs but, to be a, there needs to be a, in a, an award show yeah. just for, for that. Yeah. Aside mm-hmm. from the Kids' Choice Awards. Yes. Um, that would be cool if there was a Kids' Choice Awards tribute to them. Mm-hmm. We'll have to watch the Kids' Choice Awards this year. Yep. Yeah. I don't have Nickelodeon though, so. We're going over to my mother-in-law's uh, house. There we go. Oh, there you go. Yep. <laughs> Just invite ourselves over. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Coming on, yeah. Um, so uh, let's break away from that mm-hmm. kind of sad topic. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our SpongeBob tribute. I'm sorry, it was I mostly hogged all the talking time. Oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um, I get very emotional about SpongeBob. Probably more so than I should. Anyway. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so let's move on to commercials then. Yeah, there were some really good commercials. Yeah, the other thing that people watch the Super Bowl for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certainly not the football. Mm-hmm. So nope. what did you think of the commercials, Adam? Were there any that stood out to you? Um, well, the Audi one that you showed me mm-hmm. recently. Um, the Audi cashew before, commercial. Before we, before we started recording, she showed me the Audi cashew commercial. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. Um, and then I also, they, they advertised this one a little bit before the Super Bowl, but I also thought it turned out, you know, pretty good was, um, the bubbly commercials oh, yeah, with Buble. with Michael Buble, who wrote the E over yeah. the Y on all the cans. I thought that was pretty funny. I am going to have to watch that. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I, I do like Michael Buble. I don't listen to him really that much, but when I, mm-hmm. whenever I hear him, I think he's great. I think um, pretty much everybody's like, oh, he's coming out. It's Christmas time. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> or wedding. Or what? Yeah, wedding. Other yeah, than that, he, yeah. He's that, he's that kind of artist, and that's fine. But he's good. Um, but what about you guys? Um, I definitely like that Audi commercial the best. Yeah. Out of all the ones that I saw. Oh, I remember another one. Um, there were a couple of pretty funny ones. I don't know if it was a Super Bowl commercial exclusively, but there was one that had um, Abraham Lincoln in it. I thought it was pretty funny. It was a pizza place. They said they were selling their pizzas for for five dollars each, so just a Lincoln for every pizza. <laughs> and that that was a pretty funny commercial. I liked that one. Um the I, I really liked the promo for the new Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yes. That one really stood stood out to me. Um I like Jordan Peele a lot. So I saw I saw the commercial started and I was like, ooh, because I recognized his voice because he did so much voice work. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was like, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm a big fan of him. I always <laughs> so liked excited. I always liked him a little more than Key. I always liked Pete yeah. a little bit more. Oh, yeah. How dare you? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> it's all good. So, um, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Which 
talking about him then, well, the well, Toy Story 4. There, oh. Sorry, there's one more thing that I wanted to mention. Just one one commercial that I was just like, it wasn't funny, but it was like, what? Mm-hmm. Was the uh, this Kia commercial. I can't remember the name of the car, but I was. it started out with just a shot of this this little boy in a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. And he's just him mm-hmm. voicing over and he's like, you know, we're not celebrities or we're not this or whatever and then all of a sudden it's a car commercial i'm like what is this (laughs) and i right i actually there that that reminds me yeah there there was another a couple head scratchers um of the night one of them uh would be the andy warhol hamburger commercial did you guys see this burger king commercial i didn't see this one so uh there's an old film that features well, just like little kind of like tableaus, I, I guess you would say, um, little clips of different things. And one of the clips is Andy Warhol eating a Burger King hamburger. Nice. And so the whole commercial was this clip from this movie. And it's like he pulls the Whopper out of the bag, opens the wrapper. <laughs> you like oh watch gosh. him kind of struggle with the ketchup bottle to put ketchup on the on the wrapper so he can eat it. And he takes oh a bite gosh. and... And that's it. Like that's wow. it was it, that was the Burger King commercial. And my dad was like, "What?" He was like, "That made look that made a Whopper look so unappetizing. Why would anyone use it to sell their Whoppers?" And I, I was like, "I don't know." And I had to look it up because I wasn't familiar with that. Mm-hmm. What's well, because they couldn't use they couldn't use uh, Britney Spears or or who's the, the the new hot stuff? I can't remember. The name. new Kate hot Upton. stuff. Kate Upton. He's in a lot of commercials. You, you know what I'm talking about. I know. Yes, but the way you said that is so How funny. you doing, hot stuff? Well, I mean, that's what they're in the commercial for, right? <laughs> yeah. Am I yeah. right? Thank you. But oh. hearing about that, though, it makes sense then that somebody was like, oh, man, that commercial was more interesting than the halftime show. Yeah. I oh, bet. yeah. I mean, the whole everything else. Um, And there were there was one that I thought was nice that, that kind of repeated throughout the night. There were mm. a few uh, first responder commercials. Did you guys see those? Yeah. I saw if they were Verizon, yeah. it was, mm-hmm. um, they, what they were doing was they were showing, uh, I think it was NFL players that had been in accidents and needed the assistance of first responders. And they're like uh. having them meet, you know, the people that save their lives mm-hmm. and stuff. And they're like, you know, they answer the call. We make sure they get it or something. And it was like no. Verizon. So I thought those were kind of nice. Yeah. Um, there was a weird Game of Thrones beer commercial that <laughs> okay. really confused me and Jacob. Um, it, it wasn't a it wasn't a commercial for the new season or anything. It was I don't know. It was strange because they even uh. used the Game of Thrones music. So it most oh. certainly it was like connected to Game of Thrones. Um, and the, like, the Bud what Light, Bud Weiser Knights are fighting, and they kind of recreated the scene. You'd, huh. Neither of you have watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, never mind. Not, they created... <laughs> yeah, they, it's okay. Uh, watch the commercial, guys. Uh, Game of Thrones fans will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. the last thing that we wanted to discuss... Yeah. yeah. Sorry to cut you off before, Marcy. Oh, yeah. Um, so the Toy Story... Toy Story 4... Because we, we were talking yeah. about Jordan, or yeah, Jordan Peele's ah. voice. One animation. So, uh, One animated thing that didn't let yeah. us down. Yeah. Yes. Oh, very <laughs> oh, good point. That's nice. Very good point. I am actually much more excited for it than I was. Yeah. Um, not Not because I, I wasn't not excited, but I'm like, oh yeah, Toy Story 4. I thought 3 was a pretty good ending. 
and a lot, I think a lot of people do. But after seeing the teaser, I'm like, this is going to be pretty funny. I yeah, I I think it'll be fine. You know, like yeah. I I mm-hmm. um. I've, we're going to probably do an episode in the future where we rank the Pixar sequels, so mm-hmm. we do have mixed feelings about them mm-hmm. uh, sometimes. But You should go watch Cars 2, though. I feel like... Uh, <laughs> All right. Stop trying to make Cars 2 happen. No. Yeah. Stop. It'll happen eventually. Um, yeah, honestly, I think it looks pretty funny. I When I first heard they were doing a Toy Story 4, I was like, oh, God, why? Mm-hmm. And right. then when I heard about Bo Peep being part of the premise, I actually was like, I'm kind of on board now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually always wondered what happened to her. Yeah. Um, they never explained. And I always liked that, you know, Woody kind of had a love interest. I thought mm-hmm. that was good. So. Yeah, it's like a will they yeah. won't they kind of thing. Yeah, so I actually was kind of on board after I heard that, and then um, the, I liked the, the clip. I love Key and Peele. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. It, um, and it, and it, they really needed to bring it back because they went so heavily on the love interest between Buzz and Jesse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they were like, oh, well, we left Woody hanging hardcore. Yeah, right. You know, Woody. so, so and they the only bring one. her back. And it, it seems like it's going to be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, Toy Story 3 was a good ending, but it was heavy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, there were some heavy moments like, in Toy Story 3. Brought tears, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really, and it made sense that Bo Peep wouldn't be around later on because she was the sister's toy, not Andy's. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so this is, I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty good movie. Yeah. Because yeah. um, the original teaser um, with with Key and Peele was uh, yes. them at that carnival booth the like carnival. shut yeah. down and they were like, oh, oh, I love those movies. It was very meta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they, you know, then they showed for, for at the Super uh, uh the Super Bowl commercial had them like, you know, what they're going to be like in the movie. I guess they really don't like Buzz Lightyear. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he kicks him in the face a couple times, but I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, if you if call back to our voice acting episode, um, Key and Peele are more, ce- I guess, celebrity voices than they really? are voice yeah. actors. Mm-hmm. But, but from that teaser alone, I'm like, right. yes, they are, mm-hmm. they're and nailing it. They do a lot of, I mean, they, they voice act, did uh, cut at least one episode of Rick and Morty, mm. um, and I I know that they do a lot of voice work. Like I watched the Captain Underpants movie recently, oh, yeah. and oh. um, uh, Jordan Peele is a voice in that. So you know they they mm-hmm. they've they dabbled. Yeah, yeah, I I yeah. think I think they're going to do a great job. They sounded great. And um, the other the other part of the the teaser, we saw the image that they that Pixar posted earlier, but. Yeah. Um, this is probably where a lot of people saw Bo Peep for the first time. They show just for a moment. She looks awesome. She looks really she good. She looks like mm-hmm. a real. She's about to kick some toy ass. Is what <laughs> yeah. she's gonna do because she's yeah. all she you know. And you said she uh, looks like Kate Barlow from Holes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kissing Kate Barlow. Yeah, she looks Kate like Barlow. she was real nice and you mm-hmm. know very uh, had well manners and all these things and yeah. then she. She went out on the streets. And she got real ready to defend herself and also yeah. mm-hmm. kick ass, take names. She yeah. looks awesome. She looks really good. Um, I wonder how Woody's going to react. I yeah. can't wait to see that. Um, it's going to be good. So, yeah, we're excited about that one. Yeah, yeah we are. So, ending on a high note, yeah. um, you know, we weren't very happy with the halftime show. Okay. Um, but Toy Story 4 looks good. Some of the tra- some of the commercials were pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's a new year. And uh, maybe next year, the Browns will be in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Baker. 
Woo! Feeling dangerous and stuff. Almost had a winning season this year. Yeah. So we were in the close. playoff hunt for like a minute. Yeah. We yeah. haven't been. We haven't been in that for. So a uh, maybe things are only going to get better, guys. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it'll be a sweet victory after all. <laughs> there it is. All right. Okay. Well, this is and been, on that note, uh, yeah, this has been a briefcase. Um, yeah. Sorry, Marsh, you can close this out no, if you like. Okay, you go ahead. All right. You um, are sounding good. Th- thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, goodbye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.